Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, author, life coach, public speaker, and the host of Rave It Up. If this is the first time you're listening, we help you build a life that you can rave about through our interviews with celebrities and successful people and through our books and courses. We sit down with successful people and find out how they got to where they are today so you can do the same. Why not live the life of your dreams? Your new life starts here. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with Canadian actor Renee Escobar Jr., who you may know playing Edwin in the Canadian TV show Heartland. We have a talk to him about coming into Heartland after so many seasons of it running and whether he felt like the new kid at school. Also about his other projects like some Christmas movies and a new project called Dear David. And also an interesting fact that he actually has a criminology degree and how he found his love for acting. There is so much to cover today, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev, and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind-the-scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. I raving. We're raving it up. Renee, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to finally have you on the show. How are you going today? Good, good. Um, have a little bit of sunlight left here in Toronto. It's, uh, it's like almost... 8 p.m. over here. I know you're in uh, in Australia, so you're in the morning. I know. I'm um, dedication. I've done interviews at all different times of the day. I've done it at like 10 p.m. at night because of like UK time, or I even did an interview in right. Sweden. And the time zones are all just always crazy. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So before we start today, you know, I, I was doing a bit of research on you, and you know, when you look at your bio, it says Canadian Pan uh, Panamani. Panamanian? Is that how you pronounce that? Nailed <laughs> uh, film it. and TV actor. So you were born in Canada, right? Not, not Panama? Have you ever been to Panama? No, I was born in Canada. Oh, yeah, I grew up in Panama, actually. So ah. I, was, I was born in Canada. Um, then I'm, I'm not sure, like, the exact age, but then I moved to Panama, spent, I think, five years over there. Um, then... So at that point, like I'm so young that I absorbed predominantly like the Panamanian culture rather than the Canadian culture. Like at that point, Canada was just kind of like a, a place that I was born in. Mm. Um, and then I moved back to Canada and then uh, a couple times uh, back and forth to, uh, between the U.S. and Canada. Um, so I moved around a whole lot, but, uh, but, live, but I've been living in Canada for like the last uh, 20 years, I think. Yeah. So did you move around a lot as a kid because of the family? Like it was, was it parents' jobs or? Yeah, dad's job. He was, uh, he is a software engineer. So uh, with the, yeah, with the boom, with the internet boom back in like the early, like late nineties, early two thousands, that was a job that like required him to kind of move all around. And um, now it's a lot more steady, but um, (laughs) but yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. That's very different then. How did you find your love for acting? If he's in like IT, what's your mum in? <laughs> Is she an actor? Oh God, no. God no. Um I don't know. I think I've 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 thought about this a lot and I think it's the answer is twofold. Number one, because everybody in my family like had like did their own thing. Like everybody was very occupied. Like my mom worked, my dad worked, my sister went to school, worked, I went to school, whatever. The only uh, time that we uh, spent together uh, was watching movies. 
you know, like sitting down, like it was movie night, family movie night, you know? Mm. Um, and we would get like, you know, like the, the classic popcorn and Doritos and drown <laughs> ourselves in Coke, you know, like Coca-Cola, <laughs> you know? And um, yeah, so like we, we really bonded with movies and whatnot. And my dad, uh, specifically my dad, he would kind of like sit me down and we would watch a movie and he would essentially like give me, like uh, explain to me life lessons while we were watching a movie. Like so like a, a big, a big, a big example would be like the Godfather. Um, and he would like pause, he would, pa he would pause the movie and he'd be like, you see like Santino over there. He's very predictable. Don't be predictable. And then press play. You know what I'm like? Oh, okay. Yeah, dad. <laughs> Wasn't that annoying though? You're like, dad, I'm just getting into the movie. Stop pausing it. <laughs> oh yeah, actually. 1000%. Like I didn't, I, I, I didn't remember, remember that really, but I was like, yeah. Like I would get so frustrated, but then that's the stuff that you remember, right? Yeah. So you were that kid that was always watching movies and probably, you know, even after your dad was doing that, when you got older, you're probably dissecting the whole thing. Yeah. 1000%. 1000%. I think like the acting bug really hit me when I watched Ace Ventura, like with, uh, with Jim Carrey, mm. uh, that he was just so silly and I would just try to impersonate him. And then, um, like I would watch Dumb and Dumber. And so um, I think that Jim Carrey was like the guy that I watched on TV. And I was like, you know, I didn't I was like, I could totally, I can do that. Like I can be silly and stupid. Um, but I really never like thought about it as a profession. Not until like I was like in my, in my twenties, you know, like never really took it seriously at all. But like, that's where like the, the root of, I guess, silliness and I guess performative, if that makes any Yeah, any and playing sense. and creating, you know, a new character that's not you. Yeah, exactly. So Jim Carrey, if you're looking at him as a bit of an inspiration, was comedy originally what you wanted to get into? Oh, uh, it's funny, like with, 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 with acting, like, uh, you know, professionally, I, I very much love, um, dramatic work and um, gritty stuff and really raw material and um, stuff like that. Um, but comedy was like the only thing I really did back then. Like, uh, it's a very good question. I would want to do, I, I love doing comedies now, but it doesn't, um, it's not my passion. You know, it's not my passion, but that, it, that's totally where it started. Like doing videos before videos were a thing, you know, like now it's YouTube before, like I would just like, film myself doing really stupid impressions and I was voted class clown in high school and I think that was just a lot of untamed energy mm. <laughs> well in, in acting you can just do it all right act uh, you know you can go into comedy you can go into drama action romance everything like that it all just gels nicely <laughs> Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. Well, Literally. something I found really interesting and amazed to learn is that you have a criminology degree. Why criminology? That's very different from acting. Was that a little bit of like your plan B or is that because you didn't really know whether acting was something you wanted to get into straight away? So I 
initially growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a lawyer like um, my sister, uh, me and my sister always joked that we were going to like uh, start our own uh, like uh, law office, like Escobar and Escobar, you know, <laughs> that would have been, that would have been interesting. Um, she, she actually pursued that path. She is a lawyer. Um, you let yeah, her down. A, a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess so. You know, she's still waiting. She's like, Renee, if you change your mind, I'm like, no, go away. This is it. Um, uh, but yeah, so like I, I, I initially wanted to do law. I always had an interest in law, loved it, still do, very much still do. Um, I think I, I think that uh, the root of all that was watching like um, a law, law and order, you know, like procedurals and all that kind of stuff. And I really loved it. And um, not only like did I, I, I loved, I loved defending a point you know, like having a stance, doesn't matter if I agree with it or not, I love defending it, mm. um, which is essentially acting, really, if you think about it. Um, but um, yeah, I was very much like, uh, really interested in that. And I was honestly very good uh, in that. Um, but yeah, like when I turned, when I was in university taking my criminology degree, uh, my university during my second year, we went on strike. And I was like, listen, like, this is all right, but dad, I want to drive to LA and be an actor. And he kind of laughed me out of the room and he's like, listen, you can, um, you can do that once you graduate. And I was pissed. I was honestly pissed, but I'm very thankful for that because um, not only did I get an education, um, but it honestly uh, really shaped who I am as a person um, when it comes to like how I, uh, how I speak, how I articulate myself, how, um, uh, how like analytically, like how I think it's very, like I did that for five, five years, Wow. you know? Um, yeah. So, and the really cool thing is that um, I know it's kind of like completely out of left field, but it really did create a great foundation for a lot of the roles that I go out for, you know? So, you know, if I'm playing a detective or if I'm playing a lawyer, um, among many other things, I don't really have to do a whole lot of research because I know what they're talking about, mm. you know, and, and, and with film and TV being enamored with, with crime and, and, and legalities, you know, I speak legalese very well. So Good. that's something that, <laughs> you know, that's something that I don't really have to, uh, uh, I, I could just focus on the acting part of it. Yeah. And you can correct them if they've written it wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Or ask my sister, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey sister, uh, even though I didn't become a lawyer, um, a lawyer in this like show or movie, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've had a bunch of auditions where like, um, I know what they're talking about, but they, they use like a lot of the Latin terms, you mm -hmm. know, like habeas corpus and stuff like that. And I'll like shoot my, my sister a quick WhatsApp message. And I'm like, Hey, like, can you send me a voice note on how to pronounce this properly? And she'll send it over and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's like an acting coach on the side, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was also thinking too, when your dad said, you know, you can do this after you get a degree. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. How many parents are like, okay, I get it. I respect your dream, but like, let's get something on the side. So you're covered that, as you said, you're really appreciative for that. And uh, I know a lot of people are probably just like you, really pissed off when they say that. <laughs> I want to do it now. <laughs> so very, yeah. very proud of you. <laughs> no, I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing to, I don't have kids, but when I do have kids, anyways, like if, if that circumstance were to happen to me, I would do the exact same thing. Because if you love it, if you love it enough, you'll stick, you'll, you'll do it eventually. Yeah, exactly. You know Still what I mean? be there. <laughs> yeah. And I think that my dad like was like, you know, this is great and all, but I, I you know, when you're a kid, when you're like in your teens or in your twenties, you, 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 you're enamored by um, like the novelty of a lot of things. Mm. So he probably, cause I really didn't really talk to him about acting and whatnot. So he probably thinks he probably thought, Oh, you know what? He's uh, uh, another, another idea. You know, Just he thought phase. I was going to like, forget it yeah exactly but um no I, i'm I, i'm so grateful that that was the case because i learned a lot i learned a lot about um you know just so many different topics that um i've had to you know uh speak on in front of a camera and i genuinely know about these topics 
you know, so I'm super grateful for it and it did nothing but help me. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of education too, did you then go after all the criminology degree, go out and then study acting or did some acting classes? Oh, so after my degree, um, well, actually funny note, uh, during my degree, I did a, I took a course of intro to theater. I never done theater, never did anything, but I was like, I was like, the bug was kind of like, uh, it was starting to get bigger and bigger in my head, mm. the whole acting thing. And I'm like, during my degree, uh, during my, uh, my undergrad. And I was like, you know what, like, let me just take a, I can take an elective. So why not take intro to theater? And I was there and I was just so, I hated it. I despised it. You know, it's, it's so funny because you would think the story would go the other way. Like, Oh my God, I loved it. No, I hated it. I, I hated the exercises. I hated, um, them putting you on the spot. And like, I remember one particular exercise and it was like, okay, so say your name, go into, the, we were in a circle, go into the middle of the circle and say your name with a random action. And like, people would be like, you know, well, Lauren, you know, <laughs> and then like, you know, Jimmy, you know, and then I'm like, what, what are we doing? What, can I, can I swear? I can't swear, right? Like, no, it's thought, all good. I, I bleep it out. So it's all good. Oh, okay. Like, what, what the f- going on? Like, am I, am I taking crazy pills here? Like what's going on here? Um, and then I, I, I kind of like stuck to it for like a week, despised it. Um, and then I finished my degree. I was like, this is awful. I knew in my head that I, I still wanted to do acting, but I wanted to do acting on my terms. Yeah. So to I answer your question. Or do like improv and stuff. Yeah, like I'm like, this is not for me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do film acting. Like, the, I guess theater is not for me. And so after I graduated, I took um, like a random like intro to film class, like auditioning. And in, during the second day of class, we had to do a monologue. And I was panicking. I was freaking out. And I dropped that course as well. So it, 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 was, a gr- it was a huge transition because on um, growing up and like I had this love for acting, but it wasn't structured, right? Nothing about it was structured and it was on my terms and I essentially created the script, you know, and I do whatever the hell I want. But then you, when I grabbed a script and when I would read it, I panicked, I felt vulnerable, I felt scared, you know, that's what it really was. And I, I don't know if I realized it uh, by the time I got into the next acting class, but I'm like, listen, I've dropped so much money and not, seeing these classes through. So just do it. And I was awful. I was so bad. Like, you know, if you, at the time, if you, if you, if you put me in front of a camera uh, to do something silly, I can do it. But then if you give me a script and you put a camera there, I, I panicked. Like I, I panicked. I was so scared, you know, but I stuck to it. Um, so to get back to your question, yeah, I finished my degree um, once I finished my degree, I moved closer to downtown Toronto, took classes there, um, and then one thing led to, the, to another, yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? So, guys, you know, for our audience, if anybody's bad at acting straight away, there's still hope. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, it's, I, I honestly, I'm a huge believer that everybody in their everyday lives is an actor. We're all acting, realistically. Like, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to the doctor's uh, you go anywhere you're not being your real self you're not really saying what's on your mind yeah we're all wearing like our own masks for everybody that we're with (laughs) exactly that Mm -hmm. to me is acting you know so um you know it's it's just about being comfortable enough to and a lot about knowing yourself you know the more that you know yourself the more i guess comfortable you can be as an actor so no do not get discouraged Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. 
I started sleeping better, and was even calmer and not always high on adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. When you think about the entertainment industry too, it is it is a hard industry. That's like something I always talk to my guests about. You know, everybody's so passionate about, about what they do, but there's a lot of rejection. You know, you got to make sure you're like this face of beauty all the time. Everyone's looking at you. Social media's changed all of that too. What have you found the hardest thing? Because especially starting off all the auditions and trying to just get your name out there. <laughs> I guess, you know what? I learned different, like in different stages of my career, I learned different things. You know, um, one thing that I'm not learning, no, something that I've learned relatively recently is that when you're in the acting industry, um, you will never be satisfied. You'll never reach a point. And you know what? If you have, good on you. Like, I would love to pick your brain. But as an actor, you're always looking for what's next and what's bigger, you know? And like, okay, so I took this acting class. Okay, well, now I want to be able to memorize a monologue, you know? And I would be, oh, I would be so amazing if I could just memorize the monologue. So then you memorize the monologue. Great. Awesome. You did that. You're not satisfied anymore. Now you want more and more. And even like uh, in, in my career, it's really, it, I, I really have to go out of my way to not get caught up in that because I have to be grateful for what I have. I have to understand that things take time, you know, and at the stage of my career that I am right now, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing very well, but there's, there's like that, there's something more that I want, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that be like, you know, to be in a, in an Oscar nominated film or to be, to work as a, you know, uh, to be on a series where I can be a lawyer full time, you know, like stuff like that. Um, but you, you, you're never going to be satisfied. It's never going to go away. So my advice is to just be happy where you are. And I know that's shitty when, when, you're, uh, when you're in a place where you think that you could do so much more. You'll get there. Honestly, like if you like it enough, you will get there. But just be patient where, with where you are right now. And I love how you brought up social media because that has changed everything. And to me, social media is a great tool. Uh, especially like as an actor, you know, I, uh, it's a great marketing tool, um, but it, it's, it's essentially become a, a place where all we do is compare, mm. you know, it started, it started really, it started really nice where like you can post about your day and you can do this and you can do that. But then that again, like that became something that is no longer satisfactory for us. Now we're uh, now we just scroll endlessly trying to see what people are doing. And without you knowing, you're comparing your life to something that you actually know is insanely filtered because you filter it yourself. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, we're all guilty of it. You know, like that's not, it's not reality, but we accept that as our reality. So uh, another piece of advice, get off social media. Do not compare yourself to others, mm. you know, live life. Um, walk outside, engage with other people, and then use your social media. You control your social media. Yeah. You know, it's like any other addiction. You know, if, if, if you, if you're a smoker and you smoke tons of cigarettes, you know, I'm not saying quit smoking, whatever, that's up to you, but you choose when you have, when you want to have a cigarette, Mm. you know, like, don't let the, don't let the nicotine consume you just like social media. So like, do not compare. I still do it. I'm so guilty of it, you know, but I catch myself. That's the difference. Yeah. You're actually aware of it. Like my, my favorite line is like, why well, compare? Because, you know, you're, you're looking at someone's say trailer compared to like your blooper reel. <laughs> A thousand you're like, percent. why am I not that perfect? <laughs> exactly. Why, why is he working and I'm not? What the hell's going on? You know, did, yeah. did I not go out for that audition? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, a hundred percent. Give it a month or two, 100%. you'll probably be uh, get, get an even better job. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Now, I know this is a bit of a random question, but when like when I was thinking about your name and like, you know, when you're watching Narcos and stuff like that, you got the same name as Pablo Escobar, you know, like some some people loved him, some people hated him. It's a bit of a touchy subject, I guess. But it did get me thinking just about the industry, you know, when when you go into it and you've got to have, I guess, this really cool stage name and things like that and i don't know if you've heard in the past like you know when arnold schwarzenegger first got in people were like no you have to change that name no one will be able to pronounce it it's too long did you have that same thing where you know agents were like okay we need we need an even cooler name or change it slightly no 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 agent i never had a conversation with that with an agent at all um the thing about my name is that it happens to actually be my name you know yes. renee escobar jr that is that is my name, um, but you know that wasn't something that anybody kind of instilled in me. But that was something that I considered. Of course, um, I was I was thinking of going with my with my mother's maiden name, which is much like a, it. It sounds it sounds really nice and um, very. It, it's very different than Escobar Junior. And 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 it's uh, very common. Like very. It's a very. Uh, uh, I guess. Uh, like English last name. Mm. Um, and I thought that that would be something that, you know, to consider, but then I'm like, no, um, it just didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like me. Um, I always thought truthfully that Renee Escobar Jr. was a badass name and I didn't yes. really have to like change it. You know, you know, I didn't really have to change it uh, uh, for the industry. Um, but no, that that's definitely something that I've had to, uh, um, just, you know, there's, there's been like a, a few obstacles in my way when it comes to, when it comes to that. And, um, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm insanely proud of, of that last name. But, uh, I, when people ask me like, Oh, are you related to Pablo Escobar? I'm like, uh, well, you know, it depends, you know, as a joke, <laughs> but then I, I just, down the like track. Dead <laughs> I just like, don't even blink. I don't even smile. And they're like, oh, I'm like, I'm kidding, dude. I'm joking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you make a joke out of it. I love it. <laughs> literally, literally. Well, I hope that was an okay question to ask because it was something I was thinking about. I was like, oh, okay. I wonder if he had to like change that or was he deliberately making it a badass name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> So you are play uh, currently in the amazing Canadian TV show Heartland, and as you know, I've interviewed a lot of the cast members. I'm guessing that's how you originally found me, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, I am very, very touched. Everyone, he came forward to me and asked to come on the show, and I was very, very honoured. Thank you for reaching out. Sometimes it's so hard to get some people, so it's good to you reached out. <laughs> what was it like coming on a show that, you know, it's been running for what? <laughs> Over 13, 14, 15 years. What season are we on now? I'm losing track. <laughs> so many years that you've got these established characters, established relationships with the cast members. Did you feel like kind of the new kid in school? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I, you know, when I, when I got the role, I didn't really think about it too much. I was just like, okay, well, this is a great role. I love the script and I'm going to, just like any other job. And when I got on set, like it was very clear off the get-go that these people, like especially the crew, like they had known each other for decades, like not decades, but like at least a decade. Yeah, over you know, a like it was insane. And um, yeah, I felt um, I was very nervous at the start because usually when you when you uh, when you work on a TV show or you work on a movie. Um, even if even if you're coming as a day player, like the show has been running for max, like what, six years? I don't know. You'd be you'd be hard pressed to find a series that's been running a bit longer than that. Um, and a movie, like you're, everyone's new, and you're shooting for a set amount of time, and then you're done. Um, so that this was my first experience being on a show that's been running that long, and I was super intimidated. Honestly, very scared because I'm like well, what if I don't get along with these people? You know, like, am I going to be the ugly duckling? But as soon as, honestly, as soon as I got on set, everybody was more than welcoming. Everybody was super nice. Um, the cast was insanely nice. Uh, it's super welcoming. I'm assuming that 
they know they can, I guess they can empathize. They've been doing the show for so long that they can empathize on, you know, people coming in for the first time. So I, I literally think they went out of their way to uh, make me feel welcome. And they did a great job because it, it, it's such a great, great atmosphere to work in. Well, that makes it a lot easier for you because it feels like a family already. And then when, when they say action, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. It's like nothing, you know, we're all getting along anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we can, you know, it, when, we, when we're doing the scenes, you know, when we're, work, when we're working together, uh, we can also like discuss uh you know if something's working or if something's not working it's very casual it's very you know uh hey listen do you want to do this or do you want to do that and i'm like i don't know how i feel about that oh okay you know what i'm saying like it's not uh the hierarchy is almost uh it's not very uh explicit but it's understood if that makes sense yeah it's like a team effort yeah uh, yeah exactly yeah exactly that's awesome and how was the audition process like for you did you automatically connect with your character or maybe did you even go for another character where don't know about <laughs> um no this so this is the first time that i've that i've gone out for heartland um that was the first time um and so i got the i got the audition and i read it over and i'm like oh this is, this is super this is super cool because he he has a bit of a, a, a he's a bit of an assertive guy um, he very much loves, he has a daughter, you know, I have, I don't have a daughter, but like, you know, he, it's someone who's also very loving. It's not, it's not a one, it's not a one dimensional character. Um, um, and so when I, you know, I, I read it, uh, connected to the character immediately, you know, immediately, um, and send, you know, I sent the, I sent the tape in, um, I heard back, uh, maybe two weeks after that I was, you know, one of the top three choices. Um, and then, yeah. And then when I got the role, they, they actually changed the name from, uh, initially it was James. My name oh. was James. I can't yeah. see you as a James. You know, you know, <laughs> huh? I can't I see you as a James. No. No. <laughs> no, I think, I think Edwin's a little bit better. <laughs> more, more, more me. Uh, and uh, yeah, then, then they changed the name to Edwin and uh, yeah, the, the rest is history. Awesome. And did you already know how to ride a horse? It seems like one of those shows you don't really need to know how to do that because they're going to probably teach you <laughs> anyway. But <laughs> I, I do know how to, I'm not a very good, like I'm not an expert by any means, but I can ride a horse. Um, my Edwin has, uh, a, uh, he's an ex equestrian jumper. Hmm. Um, totally no experience doing any of that. <laughs> like in that, I'd be surprised if you said you did. Nothing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, like oh, yeah nine, on the side, I like dabbled a little bit in that. I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Um, but, the badass um, yeah. Rene Escobar Jr. You question <laughs> jumping. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just did that last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm very comfortable around horses, and I actually love horses very much. Um, I love being around them. And so like the first day that I was on set, uh, it was, it was just so peaceful. I felt like I was on a retreat, like a peaceful retreat because I get to do what I love. And then when I'm not shooting, I get to pet some horses and talk to them, you know? It's great. It, it just it calms you down. eh? like, if you've had like a stressful day, you're like, Oh, horses, oh, come here and I'll, I'll give you a ride. Literally. <laughs> you know enough riding experience that you know you can fake it till you make it right <laughs> yes yeah absolutely <laughs> and you've got some like beautiful photos on your instagram and like one of them was with one of the horses and you're like walking through well walking through the snow i'm pretty sure from memory it was a couple oh, months yeah. ago i saw it and beautiful photo but you're like how many like so many times he would just step on your feet can you please tell us more <laughs> about that it sounds like a very dangerous job <laughs> Well, they, so for that, for that scene in particular, um, I don't remember, I honestly don't remember what scene it was, but I had to, uh, it was in the winter and I had to essentially like walk this horse along the road, um, from one spot to the other. And it was a very technical shot because, um, Amber was driving in as well. And like, they, it, it was a wide, so like they wanted to get, everything had to fall in place very meticulously. Mm. Um, and so they're like, you know, we did it the first time and I was kind of taking my time because I don't know this horse, my first time meeting this horse. So I'm going to take my time and be, you know, very 
nice and cautious. Um, the next take, they said, you know what? You need to do it a little bit faster. You need to, get, you need to land on your, on your mark a little bit faster. So I was like, okay. Um, so I walked a bit faster, but when I was walking faster, I guess I wasn't looking out. The horse was literally stepping on my, uh, on my right foot every, like, every three steps or something like that. And it hurt. It hurt a lot. Um, yeah, they're heavy. And I get, yeah, it's a, it's a big, it was a big horse too. <laughs> so I asked uh, uh, one of the wranglers, I didn't really say anything because I was more focused on getting the shot done. Uh, one of the wranglers um, saw it and he's like, hey, you, maybe you want to uh, pull the horse from this side. And then, you know, uh, he was just giving me some tips. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. You know, appreciate <laughs> Don't tell anybody. My foot's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's shattered. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, but uh, it, it was it was it was really nice. But yeah, it was not fun when he was stepping on my feet. That's for sure. And then the next like shot, you got to make sure you don't look like you're limping, right? <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. I'll, I'll just uh, lean on the horse. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> you guys, it's a dangerous job working with horses. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And another really cool uh, Instagram post you put up, which I was like, wow, like exposure to, I guess, TV magic is just what goes into putting all the tattoos on you as well. Because like, I just saw you have your own, right? I just saw when you put your arm up. Well, interesting. So that was a video of me getting the tattoo cover up removed. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So I know. I know usually people post videos of like a time lapse of getting things covered. Covered, yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, what? I've never seen really a video of the opposite. So it's the it's video was really like, yeah. So they like they removed, uh, they were just removing my tattoo. Wow. Sorry, no, 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 not removing my tattoo. Removing, removing the, the cover the up. Makeup, the cover up. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a, it was like a reveal, and I know it confused a lot of people, but yeah, those are those are mine, and they were covering it up for the for the show. Because how long does that cover up take? Because it, it, you got to really make sure it's completely covered up. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Annie uh, is unreal at what she does. And it honestly took us just under an hour. Really? Oh, wow. I was expecting yeah. like two or three hours, but. No, wow. just under an hour. She's so good. She knows what she's doing. And we did a couple of uh, tests. So that she would, you know, get like the right, the right color. Um, uh, and it has to like, uh, be able to, you know, get wet and kind of, you know, rub around, um, I guess, uh, make contact with clothes and not rub off. Mm. Um, so that, that take, that's all taken into consideration, but she crushed it. She did it literally in an hour. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you mentioned, you, you play a, a father on screen as well. How has that been? Because as you said, you don't have any kids yourself. And when you think about it, you know, you're just meeting so quickly on set and then you got to like, you know, have this whole father-daughter relationship. I, get, I was just thinking about how close it is to like when you think about actors meeting for the first time and then they have to pretend they're married or in a relationship. Yeah. How do you create that father-daughter relationship and make it so believable on screen? And has it been a lot of fun for you? <laughs> oh, it's been tons of fun for me, honestly. Um, I'll answer that question first. To me, like working with kids, um, even though, you know, I, I'm someone who takes my job very seriously. Um, and, you know, I'm, I love to crack jokes and have a good time. But, you know, when I'm working, it's, um, I'm very grateful to be there. And I want to make sure that I'm, you know, putting in, you know, uh, what, what, they, what, what they hired me for is, is the job that I need to do. Mm. So I'm always very concentrated on that. Um, but sometimes, like, I, I need to, like, relax and calm down and be like, you know what, like, it's, it's all right, like, you can, you can chill. And then when you're working with a kid who's, you know, Elia is constantly in a good move. She's, she's known as, like, the hugger, because she'll <laughs> hug, she hugs everybody, you know, which is so sweet. So, like, you can just be so caught up in your own, you know, in your own head, and then you just look at her, and with, like, uh, the twins as well, and they're just playing around, and everything's so simple for them. Mm. you know and I'm like man like I, I remember when things were that simple and then I tell myself you know it's it, I'm the one who's complicating things because it is that simple mm. it really is you know they laugh they about the just same have things. fun 
literally yeah you know to have a good time and um when it came to like creating that relationship honestly it wasn't hard at all with her because like when I, I met her parents and her parents were super cool and super supportive and when it was just me and her uh I would just be like hey so like what's up she's like nothing <laughs> you know I'm like does my hair look okay she's like mm. I'm like thank you you know <laughs> you're being honest you know and we would just kind of make each other laugh in that way and before you know it we were just being so silly that like uh people were telling us to shut up because we were being too silly, you know, like, okay, guys, like, you know, calm down, cameras on, let's go. We got you know, let's get out of here. And I'm like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) but he was so sweet and um, so endearing. And um, it was, it was honestly so easy. It's not my first, like I've played a dad a bunch of times, you know, on, on, on different projects. And it's honestly, it's never been hard, but with Ellie, it was just so easy. Mm, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I do hear about working with kids all the time. And it just, as you said, it just, it adds that uh, fun and playful energy again, when you're just like so serious and you're just like trying to remember all your lines yeah. and just have fun with it. Right. <laughs> Literally just of- have fun. Yeah, well, speaking of having fun with projects that you've been on, you've been in a couple of Christmas movies, and I love Christmas <laughs> movies. Like uh, Heart of the Holidays, if people want to go check it out. We wish you a married Christmas. Are you a Christmas fan yourself? Are these so much fun to work on? They sound like they are. <laughs> they really are. They 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 are a blast. Like it's uh, it's it's so lighthearted, you know. Um, essentially like a lot of them have essentially the same formula you know they're 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 the same but different but the same you know what i'm saying yeah yeah I know what you're everyone about. <laughs> you know and like it you know the, the the funny thing is that the majority of them uh we don't really shoot them during christmas because the the, the industry shuts down during christmas obviously or the winter because and the movie wouldn't be out before that. christmas yeah <laughs> exactly so it's it, it's honestly really cool because like you it's in the middle of summer and then you get a taste of Christmas, which to answer your question, I, I love Christmas. I'm a huge Christmas fan, not only because, you know, I get, I get to spend time with my family, but it's, um, I had a great childhood and I have so many great memories, uh, during Christmas. And as an adult, it's the time where I can literally like shut everything off and just be with my loved ones and, and get back to what's important, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like when we're, when we're on set in the middle of summer and you see like a random small town that's covered in like fake snow and cotton and all that kind of stuff it just makes you feel nice you know it makes you feel good it makes you feel a little bit you know warm and whatnot and the script is always very um even though there's obviously like some serious uh serious scenes it's obviously a little bit elevated and um a little bit more relaxed Mm. so there's there's not a whole lot of uh pressure you know what i mean you could just kind of you can really have fun and that's like the number one note just have fun have fun with it and since filming it in summer when it's hot and you gotta pretend it's winter is that really hard when you gotta have like all these coats on scarves beanies (laughs) yeah yeah that's not fun that's not fun yeah you don't Um, think about that when you watch a christmas movie oh my god they must be sweating in that (laughs) literally literally um in in we wish you a merry christmas we had to had to put on um what was it It was uh it was like a caroling costume and it was even though it was like uh it was the evening so it wasn't like blistering hot it was still a summer night Mm. um and that stuff was insanely hot and it was not fun and that was like the running gag with everyone like everyone's just absolutely like i'm not gonna say drenched but just like you know, not having, not being, not, not the most comfortable. Um, but uh, that's movie magic for you. Well, yes, make sure going forward, guys, we respect Christmas movies. I always watch them going, <laughs> oh my goodness, they must be so cold. They've all snuggled up with, you know, their hot cocoa and stuff when really inside <laughs> they're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and cut. Oh God, thank God. Oh <laughs> God, thank God. <laughs> Get a fan. <laughs> all the air conditioning. Literally. 
Oh, real snow. That would be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would literally dive in a, in, a, in a thing of snow if I could. Yeah. The real snow, not the fake snow. <laughs> but not the fake one. No, no, no. Filming in the middle of the year and then, you know, you've only got, what, six months or something, maybe a bit more to real Christmas. Are you a little bit sick of it by then? You're like, I've already done this. <laughs> I've done two Christmases already this year. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's a good question. Um. Honestly, no, like I just, uh, you know, to a certain extent, like, uh, because it's like super hot, you automatically know that it's not really Christmas, but it, it totally looks like Christmas. But the thing is, like, uh, I don't know about uh, other families, but like, you know, the Christmas aspect of those Christmas movies is so elevated, mm. you know, like, every, it's like, it's like Christmas times 5,000. Yes. You know, my family, you know, my family, does. you know, we celebrate Christmas, but we don't go that hardcore, mm. you know, so it's like anything compared to what I just shot is, is, is a break. So yeah, it's like uh, Christmas Disneyland or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, Christmas okay. on steroids, essentially. That's good. You're just having like a simple Christmas in July, you know, not not anything <laughs> too major <laughs> Check out those movies guys if you haven't already renee's amazing in all his projects as we know <laughs> and god bless you just like quickly before we you know finish up and i thought we'd play a game before we finish up as well make sure you verse against all your heartland co-stars <laughs> i hear you're Let's a self-described geog uh, geography buff what, what, what's what's with that do you just because you love traveling or uh, I do love traveling, but no, just uh, uh, growing up, um, I remember my mom for Christmas one day, she gave me um, a globe, uh, a world globe. Um, and I don't know why I just, I started memorizing all the countries. I started memorizing all the capitals. Then I really got into vexillology, which is like the study of flags. Huh? Um, so like, you know, I'm not like a a master or a wizard or anything like that, but like I would, I'm, I'm comfortable in saying that I know like at least like 80% of uh, like a, a country, like in, in its capital and its flag. Um, and uh, I, I'm just insanely fascinated by it. I don't know why, like to this day, that's something that has never, uh, has never died. It will never die. I don't want it to die. Uh, I'm just insanely fascinated by this stuff. And I know it's, could potentially be a little bit creepy and weird, but it, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> well, that's actually helpful because I don't really don't know much about any of the world's flags except the <laughs> real popular ones, so I'm going to come to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, funny you say that because uh, uh, a huge uh, a, a question that uh, people always get wrong is what's the capital of Australia? And everyone says Sydney or Melbourne or yep. Canberra, so. Oh, Canberra. Yeah. That's how you pronounce it. There you go. Canberra. Canberra, Canberra. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pronunciation you... i don't know if i'll get those right though that's all right at least you didn't say melbourne people say that oh, melbourne, <laughs> melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> have you been here before do you plan to we want you over here i i i still haven't been but i'm honestly dying to go um it it just looks so the thing is there's tons of australians here in canada mm -hmm. in toronto um, and, and a lot of them, like, I don't know if, they, if it's a, um, like a, an agreement that Canada and, and Australia have with like work visas, but like, I know so many Australians that live here in Canada and they just tell me where they're from. Everyone's from somewhere different. You yep. know, some people are like right in the heart of downtown. Other people are like from Perth, you know, uh, from Darwin or whatever. And I'm like, what, where, where are you from? You know, it, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, we're Get my that, map back out and <laughs> be the geography buff again. Well, I'm just I'm insanely fascinated by Australia. I'm I'm really fascinated at the fact that like like some I don't know what the number is, but like I would say like ninety percent of your population is literally just on the East Coast or the what do you guys call it the yeah. Golden Coast? Is that right? Oh, uh, the, the Gold, Gold Coast. Coast. The Gold Coast, right? And like the the like i guess like the center of of australia in general is not very um populated at all yeah not hugely it's mainly a lot of desert not hugely populated not that i've been there but it's more of a tourist destination <laughs> you want to go you know see uluru and things like that airs rock so anyway i don't i don't get it it's i i know it's very beautiful but i'm like not something on my to-do list to go see but each to their own <laughs> 
You have a grass friend is greener. Now, okay? grass is so greener. anytime you want to come over, you let me know. Where 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 in Australia are you are you? I'm at? in Sydney. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, number one on my list. So I'll definitely exactly. Up. It's usually no, number one on everyone's list. So nice and easy. I'm in Sydney. I'm not in like the city part of it. I'm like 40 minutes out, but I'm yeah. We call it God's country because it's just so beautiful out here, and it's away from all the hustle and bustle of everything, but still oh, close that's enough. The best. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. You live. You say you live in the country. Yeah. We, we call it like God's country. That's what my dad calls it. Cause it's just, it's beautiful out here. It's, we call it the Hills district. So it's very, um, we've got a lot of woods and beautiful, uh, mm. you know, walking paths, things like that. Where the city, you don't get that as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm over city living. I, 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 I much rather be like, not in the middle of nowhere, but just with nature and, yeah. um, then you'll you love know? it out here because the city, like, it's very oh. exciting and it's, you know, everyone loves it. I love going in there for, like, special events or whatever, but uh, I could never live there personally. I just find it a bit too congested and everybody's in the one place and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, then I don't know. I don't know how you would do in Toronto then. Toronto is insanely, it's, it's very, like, the, the core is very densely populated. Yeah, I've heard that. But then there's other parts yeah. of Canada that it, I just hear it is so beautiful. Uh, I would love to check it out. I haven't been there yet, but it's on my it's on my list, and I got heaps of friends there now. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it. Maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do. Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. We've actually talked about a lot of parts of your career, you know, Heartland, Christmas movies, everything. What else can we expect from you in the future? It seems like you've got a couple of things lined up. We've got a, a new new project, Dear David, that's coming out with yeah. Justin Long. Can you tell us all about that? You said uh, we are just like talking off air just about it's all based on a Twitter thread. Is that right? That's yeah. So, so um, yeah, so that, that that's coming out. Um sometime in the fall. So I, I don't have a specific date yet, but yeah, it's, it's a horror movie. Um, and it's the first movie, it's the first movie ever made that I know of, or that I've been told that's based on a Twitter thread. So essentially this guy, um, Adam Ellis, who worked at, who worked at Buzzfeed at the time, um, he said that he was being haunted by a little boy in his room. So he started tweeting about it. And he kept he kept updating that thread and adding pictures. So like he even took a picture of the boy that had a deformed head. Um, he he um, he took pictures of his cats and how they were acting really weird. Um, and he was he he was being haunted by a little boy. And um, that thread essentially became viral, which huh. is kind of crazy. Yeah. And um, they, yeah, so then Lionsgate and BuzzFeed got together and made a movie out of it. And honestly, it's, uh, it's scary. It's scary as shit. It honestly is. Um, even like when I was, you know, I yeah. support you, but I might not watch it then because I'm terrified <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> oh, it sounds really it's cool. Just, it's, with, it's with Justin Long and Justin Long is essentially like, um, I don't know. He right. I think he would be like uh, known as like the king of horror movies, or you know, at least contemporary uh, horror movies. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be a, a very scary movie. That's for sure. 
You just gonna have to like show me little snippets here and there of your scenes <laughs> that aren't too scary. And I'll be like, yeah, I watched Renee in the movie, but I haven't watched the movie. <laughs> Are you scared of horror you. movies too, or do you love them? Uh, I don't do horror movies. No, I no. don't do it. How is it being all. in one then? Is that a whole different ball game? It's not scary whatsoever, or? Well, the thing is, uh, it, it was petrifying because. You would, I would be on set and I would do my, I would do my scenes, which, you know, if I'm working in it, I don't find them scary. You know, it is mm-hmm. what it is. Um, but then random people, like people in costume, people with insane amount of makeup are walking around and just casually because they don't, they don't have, you know, the gauge of, you know, thinking of the impact that they have on other people when they're wearing that much makeup. And it was I was freaked out. Like I was eating lunch and I would see this guy walking around and look like he was dead. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Oh shit. Yeah. I'm working in a horror movie. Yeah, you know, so, I lost my appetite now. <laughs> yeah. I ate in my trailer for the rest of the, for the rest of the shoot. I can understand why. Like I, I interviewed um, Kelly Stables and she was the, the one who played the girl in the ring, you know, with all the hair and oh, no way. the hours they put into that makeup. Cause she, she's a gorgeous girl and she, you know, she's known for being very, very short. That's why she played a little girl, but uh, how petrified everyone was on set. She'd just be walking around and the, um, the looks she'd get. And she's like, Oh, isn't that interesting? Now I'm, I'm usually, don't get that much attention, but people are like literally um, trying to look away from her. They'd look and go, oh, I don't want to look at that because it was just yeah. so, so hideous. Yeah. yeah, and it was, it was my, it was, I, I can relate because it was my first experience in a, in a horror movie set. I don't, that's my first horror movie that I've ever done. And I thought that like, you know, when you watch a horror movie that it's, oh, well, like it's, it's scary, but it's because it's, it's scary because you know, of what you're watching and the sound and all that stuff. Mm, but I was, I was genuinely, I was genuinely like very uncomfortable watching these people with the, the amount of makeup that they have on. And that just, that just speaks to the skill of like uh, the SFX and makeup uh, artists and whatnot. I'm like, holy crap, like, that's terrifying. Get away from me. <laughs> I know you're a nice person, <laughs> but please go away. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk after. Go away. When you've removed all the makeup. <laughs> it shows yeah. the movie magic. I love it. Where like on Heartland, you're walking around as just horses. <laughs> it's tranquil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. A complete opposite. Very different. <laughs> so everyone go check out Dear David if you like horror movies. I probably personally won't. But you know, Renee, I respect you. I love your work. I'll watch you and all the other nice stuff. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Good. And would you go, would you like to play this game? Uh, you've watched my interviews before, so do you know what the game mm-hmm. I'm about is? Uh, no, refresh my memory. Refresh your memory. You've still got time, haven't you? I know we're over time right oh, now, yeah. but we're having so much fun. Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a game here on Rave It Up, very legendary. It's called the Two Minute Hot Seat. And what I'll do is I'll ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats or single dancing, LA or New York, things like that. You just got to answer as many questions in the two minutes as possible. I give you about two minutes 15 because we're over Zoom and there's a bit of a delay. And you have to answer as many questions in the two minutes to try it. We've got a leaderboard here. Everybody's on the leaderboard and you got to try and beat them, okay? I love the competitive element. Everyone gets so competitive. Right. <laughs> so to give so you an there's idea. No, there's, no, there's no wrong answer. No wrong answer. It's all your life. So okay, let's just try it. to answer them as quick as possible. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, I've interviewed the whole cast, but not all the cast have actually played it because we just like, you know, talk for an hour and then we'd be like, oh, we're out of time. <laughs> but if you want to, I was trying to look, Amber Marshall didn't play it. I thought that would have been amazing to get you guys versing each other. But uh, Aiden Moreno, who plays Rick, uh, you know, Michelle mm-hmm. Morgan's um, oh, assistant, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, he answered 56 and he's kind of like, he's beat everybody. He's like the top right now. So 50 oh, wow. okay. in the two minutes, um, Graham Wardle, who, you know, really you came in after him, but the guy who played Ty, he's answered 51. Um, uh, Gabriel Hogan, who played Peter, 49. So they're all kind of around the 49, 50. 
Um, and Jessica Steen, who plays Lisa Stillman, 39. So she's kind of like the lower end of the leaderboard right now. But let's try and get you to the top, shall we? We've got to answer at least 50. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Let me get my stopwatch out. And I'll just change the view on the camera so I can see us both. Okay. You all ready, Renee? Any questions? You good to go? Nope, let's do okay. it. Here we go. Three, two, one. Instagram or YouTube? Instagram. Pop or country music? Country. Cook or clean? What? Cook, cook food or clean? Oh, clean. Beach or pool? Beach. Comedy or action? Action. Blondes or brunettes? Blonde. Sweet or salty? What? Sweet or salty? Sweet. Book or e-reader? Book. Home cooking or dining out? Home cooking. Bottomless bowl or bottomless drink? Bottomless drink. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Chinese food. Summer or winter? Summer. Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson? J-Lo. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Shop in-store or online? In-store. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Night. Bus or train? Bus. Talk to the dead or see the future? See the future. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Eye color blue or brown? Brown. Driver or passenger? Driver. Texting or calling? Texting. LA or New York? LA. Friday or Saturday? Friday. TV or movies? Movies. Movies or books? Movies. Fiction or non-fiction books? Non-fiction. Snow or surf? What? Snow or surf? Surf. Freeze time or time travel? Time travel. Burger or pizza? Pizza. Ketchup or barbecue sauce? Ketchup. Beer or spirits? Beer. Leather or denim? Leather. City or country? Country. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Biting my nails. Pants or shorts? Pants. And we're out of time! <laughs> Alright, how many questions do we think we answered? Uh, considering I had to stop like three times because I have an auditory issue, uh, I would say, I would say 33. Ooh, oh, I'm, I'm happy to say you've answered more than that. And is it because I didn't say it clear enough or no. was it just the delay? <laughs> no, it, it, no, no, there was no delay. It, there was no delay. I, I just, I'm, I have, I, I have no excuse. <laughs> I just didn't hear. It was like trying like, to envision them both. You're like, uh, uh I don't know. Uh, I know how hard it is. Like, Someone's what? played it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you ans uh, answered fifty six? Probably not. No. No. And do no. you think you do you think you beat at least Jessica Steen with thirty nine questions? I honestly, I don't think so, but I hope so. I'm happy to say you did. Woo! Yeah. You answered 43 questions. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> so out of all the Heartland people that have played this, you're sitting third. Isn't that great? That's Woo! a podium. That's yeah. a podium. Yep, of the Heartland people. <laughs> of the Heartland people. Of the Heartland people. And 17 of the whole Rave, Rave It Up leaderboard, but... You are the hundred twenty is never a bad thing. Yeah, one hundred and seventy-three people have played this before you, so that's really good. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's a good way for all your fans to get to know you better too. And the great thing is, as you said, there's no wrong answer. It's all just about your life and what you like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Renee. But as a closing statement, and was probably the most important question. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14 year old self? Enjoy the process. Mm. Whatever that means, that whatever that means in everything, not just in acting, but just enjoy the process. That's it. Enjoy the process of life, right? Sounds so cheesy. That's but... right. <laughs> That's right. 
Thank you so much for that advice. Hopefully all the young listeners take that on board as well. Just enjoy the process. And before we go, if our audience want to contact you or find out what you're up to in the future, where should we go follow you? Uh, Instagram is probably the, the best way. And that one, my, my at is Renee Escobar Jr. Just one word. Beautiful. I'll put all the uh, links below this video as well for everyone to go click on it and go follow you. But thank you so much for all your time today, Renee. I know we've been talking for like an hour, but it was absolute pleasure. We had so much fun. <laughs> it literally, it literally flew. It was so nice. I'm glad. That's what I love to hear. I would hate it to be like, oh my God, this is dragging on forever. Everyone loves talking about themselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I actually hate talking about myself, but the project. You're just we talking so about cool. the projects. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the and the craft of acting, which I hope everyone, especially if they want to get into acting, I think we, I've learned a lot from you, and I really hope they have as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. No, I appreciate you. And please keep in touch. Let me know if you ever plan to come to Australia. Have a nice holiday here. I'll be your like a little tour guide. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'll, I definitely will. And definitely come back on the show, okay? So in the future, if there's any other projects you want to talk about, I am always happy to... I, I love chatting, as you can tell. So any <laughs> any projects in the future, you tell me. <laughs> I will. I, I will Beautiful. for sure. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Check out all the videos to our interviews on our YouTube channel at RaveItUpTV and visit our website, RaveItUpTV.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you can have the life you have always dreamt about. The only thing stopping you is you. So go out there and get it. Get it.